This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you. And if you were with us yesterday, you know we're continuing on a theme that we started a few weeks ago, and that is being one and being intimate with the Lord. And that can happen when we recognize that the Word of God tells us that He is willing to be our guide constantly. It says in Psalm 32, verse 8, I will teach you, I will instruct you, and I will guide you with my eye. And what an invitation that is, Junie. And yesterday, we brought forth the fact that if we are constantly seeking Him for decisions, for every choice that we make in our lives, the major ones as well as what we consider the minor decisions, we are going to come to such a place where Junie, sooner or later, and I pray sooner, his choices will be known to us and we will be walking out his choices, which in fact means this, that we will be living, moving, having our being in him, and we will be doing his will. So we're going to continue on that, and that brings us to the choices that we spoke about yesterday of Moses at a very critical time in his life, which really is the place that we need to come to. We find that in the scriptures, Shelley, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, starting at verse 24 through 27. So if you have your Bibles, read this with us. Verse 24 of chapter 11 in the book of Hebrews. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, considering the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him, capital H, the Lord, who is unseen. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood so that he who destroyed the firstborn would not touch them. Junie, we see here such a pattern that we need to incorporate in our lives which will make us a friend of God because Moses was one of the one of the two men in the old covenant that God called his friend so let's take each verse one at a time and see the significance of it 
And you might say right away, how can he make such choices? Well, this is the faith chapter, and as you read, Juni, the first words in verse 24 was, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And I think we get a, a hint right away of what we need to see in our lives. By faith, when he had grown up. In the King James Version, it says, When he was come to years... And the Amplified, Junie, reads this way, when he had grown to maturity. So God-like choices don't come automatically. It takes a process of getting to know God, and then we will be able to make choices that please him. And if you really think about it, Shelley, Moses, when he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he was one of the highing high-ranking people in all of Egypt. And Egypt was a place of wealth, a place of luxury, a place of fine foods, a place where Moses not only had all these luxuries, but even spiritual authority. So to be able to um, refuse that comes in a maturity, Shelley, that doesn't come by years as much as coming to know the Lord, coming to know the one in whom we might trust because the natural man would not turn away from riches, would not turn away from fame, would not turn away from authority. It's only in the spiritual eyes by faith, which faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, But because of God, to follow Yeshua, to follow Jesus, he was a bond slave, a bond servant to the Father. So we too need to come to maturity in the understanding of what it means to follow the Lord. And Junie, that is, if we could say it this way, step number one, that making God-like choices requires a maturity, and that maturity will come through intimacy with the Lord, seeing him for guidance not just now and then, but that needs to become a way of life. And when we seek that, what we're really doing is desiring not just to know, but to do His will. So a choice, Junie, really involves saying no to something and yes to another thing. Moses said no. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. You know, many times, Junie, I could look back at my life And I think this is not just for me, but for everyone. We could say no to something, but it's it's with a degree of reluctance. But it was not so with Moses. And we can't forget this. He said no to being called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And yet we know the history of, of his birth and how all males that age were to be destroyed and killed under orders of Pharaoh. But yet his mother protected him, put him in the basket. I believe you said this yesterday. And here was a woman who actually was responsible for saving Moses' life. And yet, what did Moses do? He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Junie, that could be a life-wrenching decision, but he made it because God was first and foremost in his life. And you know, Shelley, most people don't know Moses' mother's name, but she was the woman who had the heart to save the deliverer, to save God's people. 
So no small decision is made by a mother or by a woman to choose God's way and not her own. It's very powerful, Shelley. Ginny, you have your Bible open. Why don't you let, let's read uh, verse 25, 11:25, because we're going to we're looking at all the things that Moses said no to, and then we're going to go throughout the course of the week to see the things that he said yes to. So let's go to verse 25. Verse 25 and chapter 11 of Hebrews reads, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin for a season. So again, you touched on it before, Junie. Now we can amplify it a little. Moses said no to enjoy, as the new King James, as the new American Standard says, he said no to the passing pleasures of sin. Now listen to what it says in the Amplified Version. He said no to the fleeting enjoyment of a sinful life. And you know, Junie, if you stop and think of it, sin is only pleasurable for a moment. The anticipation of sin is really more exciting than the committing of a sin. And what happens when we know we're doing something sinful? The moment we do it or think it or participate in it, it becomes what it really is, something ugly, something black, and something against the heart of God because it's strictly a fleshly desire. And it's also immaturity, Shelley, because when someone matures... Uh, the sin becomes uh, like a uh, disgusting thought or, right. um, or something that you wouldn't want to do because you know it, it's not pleasing to the Lord and it also brings death to the life of the Messiah within us. So uh, an immature person in the Lord would desire to do things that could hurt them, not realizing that... Just as you said, the fleeting pleasures of sin just last for a season. And how long is that season? And in that season, it brings destruction to our soul. Junie, you know, just as you were saying that, I, I, get, I just want to look at this thing regarding maturity. You know, sometimes we could get so set in our old ways that we're reluctant to change but here, remember, God didn't come to save us to have a, a better life or, or just a changed life, but he came to give us a new life. And the sooner we begin to set our foundation in him and see the foundation of our sinful ways destroyed, we're going to come to this place that Moses came to. But again, it's maturity. It's, it's growing it's walking by the Spirit, and that becomes a way of life. It's not just a decision-making. It's everything about us must grow. In other words, salvation is not a static condition. It's always maturing in the Lord through experience, not just uh, cerebral knowing, but it's through the experience of making right choices and being intimate with Him. And Shelley, many believe when they hear fearing God, they think that it's a negative thing. Yes. Uh, we think fear is the opposite of faith, which in the natural it is. But the fear of the Lord in Proverbs tells us it's the beginning of wisdom. And I think Moses understood that. Moses had a sense deep within his being of this uh, awesome, mighty God 
And I think that the fear of the Lord keeps us safe, Shelley. If That's we right. really know who God is, we we know that He loves us, but at the same time, so many times a a desire that's ungodly can spring up within us or our eyes might look on something that we know is unclean and and before we know it we desire to do something that really wouldn't be pleasing in God's sight but the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and I, that's my prayer Shelley today for all of our listeners and for you and me that we would have a healthy clean fear of God for his hand to keep us and to protect us and to even grow us up into yes, maturity where we would choose his ways because sometimes his ways uh, can bring suffering and his ways can bring a reproach to us but we would be pleasing in his sight and thinking one more final thought before we sign off for today Junie Moses had every right just to continue on in the lifestyle he had he had everything anybody would want it was, it was it was a, 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 from the world standpoint, what a position he was in. And yet, there was something deep within him that he knew that he, he was called to please God and not please himself. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for the fact that you're calling us all to be intimate with you in these end days. May we grow up to be like Moses and give you glory. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.